Welcome to the next 23. If you are new, this is where I share all of the adventures of navigating a new life as a single 40-something after 23 years of marriage. The good and the scary, the weird and the ridiculous. There is no plan. God knows there is no strategy or roadmap for this podcast or the next half of my life. I'm just diving in, breath held, fingers crossed, and no expectations. As Brene Brown said, courage is to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. These are my stories. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the next 23. We are one week into 2022, and I am still feeling pretty good about it. I am happy to report that I am wrapping up week two of figuring out my word of the year, which was peace, and still feeling pretty darn good, pretty peaceful, and pretty excited about the year to come, which given where we've been is, I think, pretty amazing. (laughs) Part of me, not that I am cynical at all, but part of me slightly did expect for the wheels to come off in the first couple days. So I'm happy to report that all is still well over here as we are wrapping up the first official week of the year, I guess, and uh, heading into week number two. So I hope everyone is is doing well. I hope everyone is staying as healthy as possible. I know it's it was a crazy holiday season and it kind of I want to say through us a little bit for a loop, but you know, we're, we're now used to pivoting and readjusting when it comes to that kind of stuff. So, uh, I hope that everyone handled it with grace and without too many scars coming out of it. This has been kind of a wild week. Um, for me, I'm going to say something unexpected happened and it reminded me of something that I thought of and have been doing for the past six years that I don't think I've talked about here. So I thought this would be something good to share as we start this new year, because it is something that I think we can all take away and hopefully um, use throughout this year. And it has actually proven itself to work really well in my life. So I thought I would share it with you. So on New Year's Day, I got a text from my biological father who just for very, very quick backstory, when I was young, I think I was two, my parents got divorced and they each remarried. And I, so I grew up with four parents. I grew up with two moms and two dads. Clearly two of them were step parents, but because they were in my life from such a young age, very much felt like I just had four parents. They were all wonderful and raised my sister and I, along with lots of grandparents and lots of aunts and uncles, raised us in this environment that we just thought that was normal. We were these two happy little girls that really grew up in this amazing family. It wasn't until I became an adult that I realized actually how hard all of that had to have been for all the adults in my life and all the work and sacrifices they put into it just for the sake of my sister and I. And for that reason, I am forever, forever grateful, forever thankful, and will forever be in awe of these incredible adult humans that 
helped raise me. So that being said, as life tends to do, things happen when you become an adult, you learn things, situations change. And I'm, I won't get into all of it, but my biological dad and I, we, we grew apart in the sense that we didn't see each other very often. Years go had gone by without us seeing each other. We had the, you know, we would text on holidays, on birthdays, on things like that, but there really wasn't a lot of contact or relationship there for many, many years, which was sad, but was also okay. Um, because there's, there's something that there's something that you need to know about my dad is that he has this very amazing, unique ability to pick up right where he left off. And I say that in the sense that my whole life growing up, when we were little, sometimes we would just drive up random driveways and he would get out of the car and he'd say, oh yeah, a friend of mine lives here. And we'd find out that it was a friend of his from second grade that he hadn't seen since second grade, that he just knew somehow or remembered that this person lived here. And he would just show up and knock on the door and they would open the door and always, always be so happy to see Al, like just so happy to see him. He would stop in, he'd visit, he'd introduce my sister and I, we'd visit for a little bit, then we'd be on our way. And so my dad makes friends wherever he goes. And again, even if he doesn't see or talk to those friends for decades, he can show up unannounced, unexpected and pick up right where he left off. So it's just this weird, crazy thing about him. Um, that honestly I love. And so on New Year's Day, I get a text from him that said, Happy New Year. Give me a call when you can. Well, as we all know, as adult children, when our parents send us a message like that, it usually, it sends sort of this nervousness through us, right? Of, oh my gosh, something's wrong. That's our first thought. So I called him right away and we had a two minute conversation and he said that he was in Florida and was driving back and wanted to stop by and spend the night with me because I was sort of the halfway point between where he lives in Ohio to Florida and um, that he'd be coming through on Tuesday. So I said, great, come on over. I have a room for you that it'd be, it'll be great to see you. So he did. He showed up Tuesday afternoon. We literally picked up right where we left off. We caught up. We talked about what was going on in our lives. We, it really was like no time had passed since I had seen him. And I was very, very not surprised by that. I was happy that we had that time. And I was very happy that what I was expecting as far as him was exactly the same. And it it really made me happy. So so we had a great time. Went to dinner. He spent the night. He got up the next morning, got on the road, and and that was that. And it was really, really lovely. And for that whole next day, I was thinking about something that I realized probably about six years ago through another really tragic event that happened, which is for another time, another story for another time. But I realized that all we need to do in our lives with regard to our people is just love them. We need to not judge them. We need to not put our own requirements on them. And we just need to love them. And that really 
is all that matters, is that we are here for our people and we love them. And that's all we need to do, right? We don't need to fix them. We don't need to solve their problems. We don't need to remind them that they might be going astray. We don't need to tell them that we disagree with their life choices. We don't need to make them feel like they are wrong or less than because of things they're doing. We just need to love them. And that's something that several years ago I was not able to do with my mother. And I've regretted that ever every day since. But I also learned that, that that's all we need to do. And so I've tried really hard to take that approach with all of my people for the past six years. And trust me, there has been a lot of stuff that has happened in these six years that one day I'm going to, I'm going to get my son to write a a movie about our family and it's going to be funny and it's going to be wild and weird and awesome in every good sense of the word. And because it just, you, you really can't make up some of the stuff that's happened in my family, but I love all of it. And I think I love all of it because I was able to take off that cape of judgment and that coat of judgment many years ago and truly live with this idea that, you know what, if they are my people, I love them, period, no matter what. Now, I do have to say in a big disclaimer right here that all people are different people and not all people are worthy of your unconditional love. And worthy of you just being there for them. And I will say that if that's the case, if there are people who hurt you, people who treat you really badly, abuse you, take advantage of you, those aren't your people. So this rule does not apply. Okay. I need you to hear me loud and clear on that. You do not have to put up with and accept and love people who treat you that way because they are not your people. But for your people, for the people that are in your life that you love, that you know love you, that's all that that matters. You don't have to agree with all their choices. You don't have to agree with things they do or the way they live their lives. But you do have to love them and you do have to let them live their life the way they want to and be okay with it. And, And I mean, it is up to you if you want to stay in their lives. But if you choose to, and you choose to have them still be your people, just do it without judgment. Just be happy for them, support them, sit there with them when they are struggling. Don't try and fix everything. Don't try and change everything. Don't try and tell them that if they just did this, things would be better. If they changed their lifestyle or their mindset, then all would be good. Don't do that. No, just no. Absolutely just no, don't do it. Just sit with them in their pain, sit with them in their joy and just be in their life. And don't wear the coat of guilt if for some reason you aren't there with them all the time or you don't see them very often. And don't let that guilt or that weird feeling of wanting to reconnect, but it's been so long so you don't. Don't let that prevent you from reconnecting. Be like Al. Just show up one day. 
unannounced, unexpected, and I promise they will probably, if they are your people, they will open the door and welcome you in with big smiles and joy and happiness or big tears and hugs. And, and really it's, it's quite an amazing thing to see. Trust me on this. I grew up seeing it and it's always been a wonder to me when I see, when I see my, that happen with my dad. And we actually laughed about it when he was here. Cause I, you know, he was talking about this, someone he went and visited down in Florida. And I was like, okay, so is this someone from, from first grade? And he was, he laughed. He was like, no, what do you, no, of course not. He said, I've, I met them 30 years ago. And I was like, okay. So it, and we laughed because we know it's true about him. And it is just a lovely, lovely characteristic of this man. And it's one that I don't know that I, inherited genetically, but it's one that I am super proud to have seen all my life. And as an adult and as someone who has not actually been this way for certain parts of her life, it is a characteristic that I am truly trying to adopt and learning to be like. And I'm merging it with this idea of just loving my people no matter what. And by loving your people, it doesn't mean you have to buy things for them or give them gifts or, you know, talk to them every single day or be there every minute or, you know, put a drop everything to help them. But it does mean that you are willing to drop everything and help them. It does mean that you are willing to show up when it's unexpected. It means that you are willing to text them or call them and let them know you're thinking about them and you love them when you know they're going through a hard time or when they're going through a really, really great time. And that's all you have to say. That's all you have to do. And you don't put any expectations on them. You remove all expectations from yourself because that puts some pressure, you know, a lot of pressure on you and the relationship. And it, I think, makes us not be our best selves when we have high expectations of ourselves or our people. It really puts a spotlight on the feelings of, oh, I shouldn't do that. What if it's not right? What if I say the wrong thing? It's been so long since I've I've shown up. They're going to hate me for it. You got to just remove all that and just tell your people that you love them and just show up. Just pull up in the driveway, whether that looks like sending a text dialing the phone and calling them, sending a letter in the mail, sending them an email, or literally driving up into their driveway. Whatever it is, just love your people. Happy 2022, friends. I really, really hope this is our year. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to The Next 23 with me, Kelly Taylor. I'll be sharing my stories each week and would love for you to come back if you feel this time makes your day better in some way. If it does, and you do, please like it and let me know. If it doesn't, that's okay too. 